Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. With me tonight, of course, is my man, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matty? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. And, of course, from Hootens Football, Thomas Thrash. How's it going, Thomas? I'm doing great. I'm glad you're, y'all are a lot better today. <laughs> I don't know what last, you're talking last about. Last time I heard y'all, y'all were pretty up, pretty worked up. <laughs> we were a little worked up, but, you know, the sun, sun came up the next day. It's called passion. That's it, right. is, it is passion. It's, it's, it is passion. You know, don't judge me by... Friday nights in my life, you'll appreciate me I mean, a lot more. You, you, you've even you've even told on yourself several times about your emotional posting on Facebook during yeah. during so, hall games. So that's so I'm I'm football bipolar during Razorback games, and and when I say that is because like you're a normal fan, basically. But I get on and unfortunately I've been so busy this year with Pee Wee and stuff that I haven't. Watch me because you know now we're playing at eleven every time. Yeah. I don't see many games. That's right. But, I was at the fair. <laughs> so, but used to. I mean, usually I would be like, "Oh, we're gonna do it," and be like, "I can't believe that we are so terrible," you know. And I'd go back and forth. Then I think after the game, I have a rule that after the game, Razorback game, I go back and delete all of my comments. <laughs> all right. Well, do, do you let a game get get ruin your day? No, me either. I used to. But but I don't let the hogs run my day. Uh, as fired up as I was Friday night when I got home and reeled in a little bit, I was, was over. To, I was over it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Even even like when I get mad at a pee wee football game, you know, or we lose I, that evening, I'm usually pretty much over. We're we're eating steak somewhere, and I'm happy, you know, or we're if going I, deer hunting if or I fishing. Invested nothing into the like helping the program. Right. Then I'm not gonna let it. Like no, nah. affect me negatively. I've I've gotten better. I'm still not good at it. Yeah, I've gotten better. I mean, I used to be like we lose, I'm sour the rest of the day. Yeah, but I've gotten better. I mean, I was probably as worked up Friday night as I have been in a high school game since probably Cooper and then played. Uh, but you know, I got to see I got, Boonville I, Charleston. Yeah, that's a heck of a game. But 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 when I got home, seriously, when I got home was with my kids, and my family, you know, my wife and. Uh, you know, I got over pretty quick. The next thing we know, we're we're who football? What's football? You know. <laughs> right. See, I bring my kids and wife down with me, and they can get them to get, be angry too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so some great games Friday night. We did have some good ones. Some really big ones this week. Oh man! Hey, He's... the P- the, the uh, Greenwood Revenge Tour starts this week. <laughs> so Greenwood's got Greenwood's coming to Little Rock to to revenge their, their to avenge their loss in the state championship. Yeah, and then the next week. They they're avenging their loss in week ten. Yeah. When uh, remember that happened? That was the rain delay. That's right. They, yeah. they called them at noon. Like, hey, all right, we're gonna play at four o'clock. <laughs> and, and, and then and they speaking lose of that. revenge, Benton's down there just licking their chops, waiting for. They just hope they get a chance to play them. Sure. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, they, they hope they get the chance to play them. Well, they'll play one of those three. Yeah. And I mean, how many games has PA? I, I read something like they haven't lost a home game in ten years. Yeah. 10 is that years. right? Yeah. How many games total is that? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Uh. 50, 60 years? No, no, more than that. Uh, so, you're looking at five a year without playoffs. Well, that's so six, true. six, seven, eight. Playoffs. Probably eight a year. Okay. Seven or eight a year. Nice. 
It's pretty impressive. And Greenwood's, I mean, Greenwood's the same way. They're they oh, eight or nine. Yeah. They're up to like 80 games now. 80 they're, and they're three since same. 80 and three since like 2001 yeah. or so. PA's yeah. home field is that'll be the uh, they need to get that because uh, it really is a home field advantage you, with the small, you know, the stands, yeah. the yeah. walls are there. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to play there, especially receivers. Yeah, officials. I mean, <laughs> the, whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get any calls there. It'd be the same ones that were the Greenbrier Brothers. Right? Right, right. Did they really get on the bus with them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all say gas. <laughs> So we did get a little heated, and if you were listening, I apologize if I was offensive. I, I got I just got emotional. But so let's tell them why you. I mean, what what you were offended? It wasn't anything. Well, at the end, I wasn't going to talk about this. <laughs> Go back and so, watch the live stream. It's it's the most entertaining three minutes. I, I'm really regretful of that because I did I did lose my cool, and I didn't say anything like to get me kicked off or fired no, no, or you know, like, no. I didn't talk vulgar or make any rude comments about an individual other than frustrating at the coaching staff or PA because Greenbrier was obviously the game was out of hand. You know, it was I like 11 my, point game with like a, what? 45 seconds. PA had the ball. They're, you know, they're dri- driven down a ways and then they kneel and then call a timeout on first down on first down. And they call three timeouts and Greenbrier stuffing them. And, and the whole point is they're trying to score three points because they need they need or they actually need two, but they're trying to score so that they can get the thirteen points because. And so if they have those thirteen points, then it's a three way tie. If Green, if they beat Greenwood by thirteen, and then Greenwood and it really Christian. worked out because we stopped them three times and then blocked their field goal <laughs> with five seconds left that they called a timeout to do. Anyway, I just said I made I thought it was classless and I would not have done it personally and I know you and I don't agree on that and that's fine uh I don't think it was I, didn't, I think the optics were bad yeah, okay you, you, if they wouldn't have kneeled at first you're you're you'd be okay with that I'm okay with if you like Matt's if you throw a flat pass you you run down there and score so be it you know Harding scored two weeks ago against OBU and OBU was upset well, because Harding ran the ball from the 50 well, into the end zone well what do you do tell your kids start kneeling it at the you know yeah. with three minutes left in the game you know well, so, they didn't want to score. They had to score for those the two points. And so they started running the ball against stuff. They realized they couldn't run the ball on them. Well, so, 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 like, they threw a long pass. Like, I don't – it was at the start of that drive, and it got them down to, like, the 35 or the 40 of Greenbriars. Well, then they started running it. So everybody in the stands thinks, well, they're just running the clock out yeah. at that point. If they would have just went on down and done what they've done, it probably well, wouldn't have been Once they an got issue. the first down, that, that first down, it was pretty much over. Yeah. So let me, since we're talking about it, I want to go ahead and say this. So I have a cousin. You know, Trevor oh, yeah. Duke is my cousin that played on the state championship team two years ago. Well, Owen, his brother, is on this team. And, and I mean, these are not just, like, cousins who, I, you know, I'm related to. We kind of talk. <laughs> like, these are people who are close to me and important in my life, right? And, his and, grandmother's watching the live stream. <laughs> well, I will get to that, right? So I just – I don't think about these things when I'm in the game. Right? Well, it's emotion. You're the, you're it's the announcer for the Green and so, and so, but 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 these people are very close to me, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm looking for Owen occasionally. But my mom texts me because my parents watch the games on Friday night, and uh, mom says, "You know, Owen's number sixty-seven for the Bruins." And I was like, "Mom, I know. I'll be honest with you. This is probably not a broadcast they need to be watching." <laughs> And she, and she, text, she texts me back, right? She's like, well, Mary's watching right now, who is their grandmother, who's my mom's best friend and, and, and my aunt, basically. I mean, my dad's double first cousin. 
So I'm like, well, I'm not being very nice about Coach Lucas and the staff right now. <laughs> anyway, so mom, but mom says, well, just just call it like it is. And you know, my mom's just like the positive person. Um, but then after the game, I text Brian, you know, Owen's dad, and I'm like. Listen, I, I just want to tell you, I gave a shout-out to Owen. It's at the end of the game. I don't recommend listening to it because <laughs> I didn't say some very nice things. Anyway, he texts me back. He was like, It was like 1.30 in the morning. He texts me. They had just gotten to Fable. So they left there. Green Brown went to Fable. So go to the – oh, man. Well, well, Trevor's in Fable. Okay. Yeah, so uh, so he was like, hey, I get it. You know, they – the coaches explained to us why, you know, and I was like, but I, I understand. Look, as a I fan, it. you're looking at it, and you, it sounds terrible. Like, it's well, almost, you know. True, and, and here's the deal. Here's what I said a while ago, and, I, and this is how I feel about it when it comes down to it. It's not fun when it's happening to you. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, like you said, the novice fan, most fans don't know the 13-point rule. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to and, be honest. And how many people, how many times it will actually come up where it is needed? Sure. Like, because if it, if, it, if it plays out like PA thinks it's going to, you know, that's a – Difference well, between a one and a three I mean, seed is, we'll, is huge. yeah. We'll go, we'll go through several scenarios in the playoffs all throughout classifications. It's going to yeah. come up a bunch, and uh, I think week two or three, you probably don't worry about that, right? You know that yeah. guy. So anyway, I, good time as any. If, like if I offended I, anyone, I apologize, Coach Lucas, your staff. I, I loved listening to. I was I was on the way home. You'll probably was, actually get a kick out of it because it that's not. Uh, yeah, I love all of people that invest in kids, and I I respect them, but. I just got a little fired up. Sometimes it happens. It's <laughs> the greatest. Uh, I didn't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> he was hot. I was hot. I was hot. No, that was great. Daddy does a much better job of not showing his emotions than I do because he was hot too. He's just very good at at containing that and bottling come, it come, up. Come. So here in about week fourteen, he's going to explode. <laughs> his head's good. His brains are going to be over the. Yeah. So anyway, all right, this is going to be a great show. I can already tell. Yeah. It's starting off good. Hey, our sponsors, American Safeguard Insurance. These guys are awesome. I like them because they pay me to work here. <laughs> all right. And that's the only reason. <laughs> no, they're good folks. Hey, they support us. They've backed us since day one. They have. Uh, Jason, Jeremy, Jeff, great guys. A home auto, life, commercial. Let's do, we'll, we'll do it for you. Call your roofing. Yeah, we just had Jennifer here a little bit ago. Uh, just did a new commercial because of their ten year anniversary coming up on the eighth of 8th, November. Eighth of November, they brought in a special chef, <laughs> the Till Grill. Maddie Stats Wilcox will be the chef. Maddie Stats Wilcox, uh, gonna cook a mean burger. That's right. I can't wait. Hey, if you've never had a Till Grill burger, you're missing out. I've had lots of Till Grill <laughs> burgers, and I'm still excited. <laughs> and then, of course, Jason Everett's. Globe Life, Liberty National, Everett Associates. I got to hang out with Everett Saturday. They Jason called. He was he did the the PA for all of the Pee Wee game Saturday. Okay, cool. The first round of the playoffs. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's been, apparently he's been doing it for the black teams, uh, the blue teams that that my boys are on, are obviously different places than they are. <laughs> right. All his kids, you know, he's got seven boys, so he's yeah. got somebody on about every team, uh, on the black side, <laughs> you know. So he did the game Saturday. Did a great job. Uh, they're just, man, they're just involved in everything. They are. Great folks. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll start with our 7A Top 10s. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Call Your Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. 
To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's time for our top tens. Maddie, take it away with 7A. All right. Week nine. Can you believe that? Week nine. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I mean, one more week after this and regular season's over. It kind of depresses me a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, week nine, top tens for 7A. Hasn't changed much. You got Bryant at the top at 7-1. and one. They beat Cabot 35-17 to 17 in a game that uh, – you know, we looked at that score early on. Like, it was really close there at halftime. Like, Brian's even defense. late, like even the third quarter close. Yeah. yeah. And, and on a Cabot team that was up seven to nothing in the third quarter versus Central that's, yeah. the week before. That's right. So, it and, kind of a head scratcher there. I, I'm not sure really what, what happened in that game. but And one thing, too, is Cabot's – Regardless of who that, they're going to slow it down. Well, and, yeah. it's, and it's hard. And they to, play well at home. I was going to say it's hard to play at Cabot too. Yeah. So uh, Bryant still gets the win, thirty-five seventeen. They will play at Northside this week. Kevin Kelly picked that. Uh, he picked, you know, he picked the long shot. He, you know, he said this is probably an extreme long shot. He goes, but how cool would it be? <laughs> yeah. He goes, I mean, it'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I, I told him, I was like, yeah, you're going to pick them against to lose their you know, five-year in-game in-state winning streak. And he goes, I mean, you can't ever pick a what is what do you say? You can't have an upset win if you don't have the upset. <laughs> yeah. So, number two, Conway Wampus Caskets continue to roll. They beat Central 55-0 to to move to 8-0 on the season. They will be at Jonesboro this week. So, fellas, we all know the game is looking in week 10. Bryant Conway, right? Jonesboro's playing better football. Jonesboro's won three in a row, and they've got their new quarterback. Well, so, Terrence Brown got hurt. Asa Myers came in. And he's a uh, sophomore. Okay. Uh, he's taller. He stands in the pocket. He's probably a better passer. Uh, and he's done well. So, how many teams go? Six? Six. Like, no, everybody goes in seven. <laughs> Literally, anybody that has a pulse. To so, well, I guess my question is, is there any chance that Conway goes up there in a trap it's, game? It is, it is it's theoretically possible. There's, I mean, because Jones World's got some athletes. They do. And, and if, I mean, because this Week 10 game is just – Looming over. Oh everything. yeah, I mean, luckily, luckily, Bryant's got Northside. I say luckily, but it's a it's a lesser of a, an yeah, opponent. No, Jones has a better chance of upsetting Conway. I, I'll say the difference from last year when that happened at Cabot to to Conway in mm-hmm. this year. That would the Cabot was just a better team that night. They, they were. were more physical. Like they just. But also, them. have you ever seen Buck James lose a trap game? Well, we haven't in five. We years. haven't seen him lose <laughs> yeah. any game. Right, right, yeah. right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like. I don't think that happens to him. Yeah. Now, granted, those kids are the ones on the field, but sure. I think his ability to prepare them mentally, they don't take a playoff. It's the Bryant probably kids that are more looking forward to beating, you know, to the week yeah. 10 than the Conway. Sure. Conway's, they don't have, they're not playing their old coach. Right. And I, and I said this on my radio show earlier last week is, you know, being able to interview some of these Conway kids, they just have a resolve about them. They, 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 they 
they're focused. They've got something to prove. And so I think I think they'll go up there and get it done. Number three, Fayetteville, eight and zero on the season. Man, this offense is impressive. Beat Springdale fifty two to fifteen. They will be at Rogers Heritage this week. Number four, Bentonville. Beat Rodgers, uh, close ball game, a good Rodgers team. Uh, Bentonville beat them 28-21 to after that tough loss last week to Fayetteville. They bounce back. They will be at home versus Springdale. Number five, Bentonville West beat Heritage 53-0, to and they will be at Southside. Be a tough ball game This here. is a good Southside team, a good offense. They just scored 77 points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, I mean they, they're scoring points. And, 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 so, and they've scored a lot of points on a lot of people. You no, know, they lost to Rodgers on the last drive. It was like 45-49 to 49 or something. Right. Rogers and, you, and, then you, and then you throw in it being at Southside. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this, uh, this is definitely an upset uh, possibility. Okay, number six is Rogers lost to Bentonville twenty eight to twenty one. They will be at Springdale Harbor. Number seven, Cabot four and four on the season. They will be at Northside. Number eight, Southside Fort Smith Southside beat Harbor seventy seven to fifty four. <laughs> That's a lot of points. And there's there's two sides of the way of looking yeah, at that. They too. gave up fifty four. They gave up fifty four points. <laughs> That's right. right. They will be against Bentonville West. Number nine, Jonesboro, like we talked about, will play Conway, but they beat Southwest twenty seven to twelve. For their fourth row, win in a row, is it right? Third, 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 row. third win in yeah. a row, and then North Little Rock, number ten, three and five on the season, beat Northside forty-seven to twenty-one. They, and they come out after that pretty good little butt kicking they got from Jonesboro. Yeah. put up forty-seven points they, on the Northside they, team that hadn't been playing bad. Yeah, that's right. So that will do it for our top ten for seven A. All right. Well, that just takes us to six A. Uh, number one, Greenwood. They're eight and zero after beating Russellville fifty-six to twenty. You know that Russellville team has played good at times and, and won some games and and been in a lot of games. You know they lost lost a a game to uh, to to uh, Van Buren and to Mountain Home, both of them very close. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just shows you how good Greenwood is. To, they just took care of business. Coach Kelly uh, Kelly, our seven A guy. He talked to Rick Jones, I guess, last week, and he said this Greenwood team may be the best one he's ever seen. Is that right? And, uh, that's, that is a that's high, high praise. praise. Yes. And, we, and I was like, okay. Yeah. He's like defensively, offensively, everything. Yeah. The I tell you what, the Archer kid, the the defensive end is the cash Archer. Yeah. That sucker yes. can fly. Yeah, he can play. I'm excited. So fly. I'm gonna be there. That'll be my first game. I think Greenwood this year. I want to say he's got like 12 or 13 sacks on the season. Yeah. And, and, and you look at him, and you're like. How's he going to play SEC football? Like, because you're thinking of him as an end, right? Yeah. And then we saw him run down a kid on our team who's our running back who's pretty doggone fast. Yeah. He run him down. Did you see all <laughs> those broken like, oh, tackles? That makes sense. Yeah. You see all those broken tackles on the Greenwood uh, live stream. Tim Terry uh, uh, posted said, "Just go to this live stream and go to this time." It's Grant Carnes. Just, I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's, yes, it's. I don't know if, if Russellville wasn't tackling that well or not, but, it, I mean, it was impressive. Wow. I mean, all night. So, Greenwood goes to Pulaski Academy this week. Um, going to be a big game as that will – I mean, that, you got implications for number one seed there. Uh, then number I think it's, it's, it's Greenwood's all the way. They're, they're, they're I, I mean, I, f- we, I think week. we all believe and that, then, but the possibility's there. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> number two – Benton eight and one beat Cersei fifty to twenty. They go to West Memphis. You know this Benton team is just rolling. They are, and and the numbers. You know Drew Davis is just impressive, efficient, efficient, very yes. efficient, and that's big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Little Rock Christian seventy one. They beat Van Buren fifty eight to three. They'll play the Panthers of Greenbrier Friday night in Little Rock. 
Number four, Pulaski Academy, seven and one after they beat the Panthers. They will go to, or they'll play Greenwood at home, as we mentioned. Number five, Marion. The quarterback had a great game Friday night, uh, almost 500 yards, I think, yeah. in the air. Um, they beat Sheridan 55 21. They'll play at Selvin Hills. Number six, West Memphis, six and two. Beat Green County Tech 49 to 13. But they'll have to play against the Panthers of Benton at home. Little Rock Catholic, number seven, six and two, after an impressive win over Jacksonville, forty-four to zero. They'll play El Dorado at home. Cersei, five and three, losing to Benton, will go to Jacksonville and try to recover from that loss. Mountain Home, number nine, they beat Salem, fifty-one to fourteen. They'll play at home against Van Buren, and then number ten, Greenbrier, four and four, after losing to PA, forty-two to thirty-one. They will go to Little Rock Christian. Green, hey, Greenbrier, though, are, they played a great game Friday. Boy. Honestly, that's probably the best game they played all year. You know, had a, had a touchdown that, that after, after you see the re- replay, he was in in the end zone, and I'm not sure how it was missed because the, the official was on the line yeah, watching. Sure. But uh, what could have even been even closer? Uh, and, you know, in, in that game, PA gets the first two onside kicks and goes up 14 nothing before – Greenbrier has the ball. And also, I mean, it was 28-7 to seven in the second half, something like that? Uh, yeah, we outscored them 28-7 in the second, second half. Second half. I mean, I'm telling you, another quarter, I think Greenbrier would have really probably could have possibly like won. Shiloh and Farmington. <laughs> well, I, I was, I'll say they, they, I think they could have won because you look, they tried to score at the end of the game and, and, and got stopped again. I well, mean, three and, three times and then blocked the field goal. And we talked about it pregame. You know, one of the one of our keys, one of his keys to victory was you got to field all the onside kicks. You can't give them extra possessions, and, and that that was the difference. And in the they're undefeated game. with two. Are they really? Are they really? Yeah, that's an, that's a good stat. That's an incredible stat. That is. They're you know they're with one. I think it's, they're like fifty and you know three or whatever it is. So a little conference notes for six A. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. you did this. Yeah. So the East. Uh, let's, assuming West Memphis loses to Benton, um, Benton's the heavy favorite in that one, um, and wins Week Ten versus Sylvan Hills, that will put them at seven and two. Okay, Marion plays Sylvan Hills this week; they should get that victory. But they play Catholic next week, and so if they win Week Nine and lose to Catholic, they'll put them at seven and two, and Catholic at seven and two. So there you have that perfect triangle, and that tiebreaker comes in. So um, West Memphis. Let's see, right now West Memphis has 72 tiebreaker points, Marion 71, and Catholic 65. So, it's going to be interesting. So, I think the East is a lot better this year compared to the West. Remember last year the West was so much better. This year the, the outside compared of Compared to the West, but not better no, no, than no, the saying, West. No, no, I'm saying, though, but the three seed in the, in the West, which is PA, is, is definitely not like the three seed last year, remember? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. In most years, it seems. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, do you want to go over the West, or do you want me to do it? No, keep going. Keep right. going. So in the, you, did, I was going to ask you, did you do 7A? Did I didn't do, go over it. No. We'll jump back and do it in a little bit. If you okay, want. yeah. So, the West, of course, there's still a lot to play for at the top between Greenwood, PA, and, and Christian. That'll all be, you know, worked out these next two weeks. In the hope, hope PA don't need those tiebreakers. <laughs> <in the, laughs> that would be the funniest thing ever, though. You know? Yeah. In the bottom, it's a complete mess, okay? So, Greenbrier more than likely loses to Little Rock Christian this week. Yeah, just, I, I mean, logics they're number, exist. They're number three in the state for a reason. Um, that will move them to three and four, okay? Lake Hamilton plays Russellville. So, Russellville will more than likely beat Hamilton, which will knock Hamilton out of the playoffs, okay? 
it's all going to come down to that Greenbrier Mountain Home game. But the Mountain Home Van Buren game this week is huge for that reason. Yeah, so absolutely. If Van Buren beats Mountain Home, Greenbrier can still lose to Mountain Home and go because of points. It's just a mess. So, and, and the funny thing too, you throw and maybe some, maybe they should have gotten some more points earlier. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. they're hey, leading. If they really want to, if they were worried about those points, they should have got them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, so another thing to think about too, and for Mountain Home is they play like Hamilton before their quarterback gets hurt. That's right. Oh yeah, sure. Greenbrier, you know, that wasn't even a game. Yeah, uh, but they didn't have sure the guys. Sure. You know, if if Greenbrier beats. Mountain Home and Van Buren beats Mountain Home. They'll both be four and four in conference, but Greenbrier will get the four seed because of the head to head. Because of the head to head. If if they lose, then it's going to come down to points. And it's funny because, isn't it crazy how that Van Buren team seems to be completely different after the Greenbrier game? Yeah, they have. I mean, at the Greenbrier game, you know, they first drive downfield, we're like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. And then the rest of the game, they can't do anything, mm-hmm. and we're just scoring us at will. And then after that, they're beating the brakes off everybody. Yeah. That's the exact same scenario, PA and Laura Christian. First drive, touchdown. Yep. Yeah. Didn't see the end zone all night. That's right. Yeah. So go ahead and go through 7A since we're here. All right. So the West in 7A, uh, Bentonville, Bentonville West, week 10. That matchup will be for the number two seed. Fayetteville's pretty much got number one seed wrapped up up there. So that is that a game? I mean, it's a rivalry, you know. It, yeah. So who knows? So most time it's not. Most time it's not. But it, it could be this year. I mean, there's a lot. Of, and who? No, oh, Bentonville, Bentonville West. Week ten. Uh, yeah, you know that'll be a game. Yeah, I, I think you know for for seeding purposes and and with it being a, and West is playing a lot better now than yeah. they were uh, when Cabot beat them week three. Did did not play this past week. <coughs> I don't know. I don't, don't either. Sure. I, don't I don't know, know either. All right, in the central, we talked about Bryant Conway. We know that's be for a conference championship week ten. So after that, you've got Cabot, Jonesboro, North Little Rock, all three and two in conference. Looking at the schedules, it's probably going to come down to Cabot, North Little Rock, week 10 for that three seed. Wow. So, still, That's awesome. Still a lot to play for there in the, in the 7A as well. And there well, is. Jonesboro beat, uh, you know, North Little Rock. Yeah, head to head. That's yeah. right. All right, we got to take a break. We're, we're running close on time because we just got so much good stuff. That's right. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll hit our five and four. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the studio. It's time for 5A. Let's get it. All right, 5A for week nine. Top tens, Little Rock Parkview. No surprise there. 8-0, beat Magnolia last Thursday, 42-0. Impressive win there for Parkview. They will be at Lakeside this week. And so, uh, I mean, that's that's a big game for them. I think Parkview's got their two toughest tests of conference these last two weeks. Yeah. We'll see how close it is, but it's still their two toughest tests. 
And well, don't expect anybody from Parkview to have stats this week. Uh, they probably had 100 yards offense total. I mean, I'm telling you, it was it was in the second quarter. It was they may not have 100, and they're up 42 to nothing. That's crazy. It's just a punt return kick. Uh, you know. Uh, Scoring all kinds just, of ways. It was crazy. Robinson has a return of some kind for a touchdown every week. Yeah. The fact that people keep kicking to him is unbelievable. <laughs> right. Number two is Valley View. After we've had some losses uh, up at the top, uh, Valley View mo- moves up to number two. They beat Southside 31-21. to They will be at Nettleton this week. Number three, Hot Springs beat Arkansas High. Dominating win here for Hot Springs, 50-14. to Big test for them this week as they play at Camden Fairview. Our scholar athlete of the, uh, of the week uh, for First Community Bank is going to be Kendall Williams, uh, the defensive end for Hot Springs. Nice. So we're nice. going there tomorrow to do it. So, you know, Arkansas High, it, it's, they've played some good football this this year, and then you look at Hot Springs, how they just handled them. Is that Hot Springs getting better, or is that Arkansas uh, High? Arkansas High has their, their running back. Yeah, he's out. Off the team. Yeah, he's off. Long he's story, gone. yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. Uh, but – Coach Outlaw, Trey Outlaw, this is his second year. Right. There. He's in a really if good you job. look at them last year. Oh. I mean, I'm telling you, this the is amount a of huge improvement difference. is unbelievable. Sure. And, you know, we weren't really fair sometimes about Lakeside because, you you know, you're like, well, God, they went down to Magnolia and laid an egg. Well, they've been winning for the first time in years. Sure. I mean, really winning. Yeah. I mean, Parkview's not in that conference. They're they're not. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number four. How about this win? Little Rock Mills down thirteen players beats Robinson thirty I, I to twenty one. I mean that that's a head scratcher to me. I listen, we talked without about Ringo and, yeah. and Charles yeah. their quarterback. That was tough, but the quarterback that, that came in, yeah, he looked good. Did he? He looked really good. Well, you know, they're just loaded with athletes. I mean but, they do have yeah. some talent. They, yeah. they have some talent. Yeah. You know, I, I was just I was hoping that that didn't happen, so we could have seen that game. Robinson, though, right. has got a great defense. Yeah. Like I'm gonna tell you, that's the they're just young. They are They're very, young. very young. Yeah. Uh, but they've struggled to put away teams, you know, like yeah. Forest City, which is a sign of a young team. Yeah, yeah. and you know, Escola's coaching them up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they got good, good coaching staff. So Mills will play uh, at home against Morton, a Morton bunch that has played well as of late. Uh, just can't seem to quite get over the hump as they lost last week to Pine Bluff. Uh, twenty six to six, and Pine Bluff is our number five team. They're seven and two on the season. They will be off this week. Number six, Shallow Christian. Man, Ooh, this is the head scratcher. Six and two on the season. They were just rolling, and and looked like. I mean, honestly, everybody kind of thought it's going to be part of you and Shallow in the finals. I mean, this is the Shallow Christian team that beat the brakes off of Little Rock Christian, and Bo Williams ran for four hundred yards. That's very true. But this is a J.R. Elders coach team. <laughs> Yeah. With a quarterback that's gone. Yeah. Hey, so, I mean, it's – Farmington, hey, the, look for them to make a run. Now, I this, mean, they're always going to be competitive. Hey, I, yeah. Now, what's Farmington's record now? I have to look. Are they, is this going to be a split? Are they – Yeah. They're, they, they're, they have one loss, one loss in conference. Farmington does? Mm-hmm. So, they beat Harrison? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Who beat Farmington? Now, I'm not having my notes. Oh, man. I'd have to go back. So sure. Shiloh, I, I think it might have been Harrison. It may have been. Harrison. I think Harrison beat him because we were kind of like Harrison hasn't had a good season, right? And even like they struggled running back. Is or, was it, legit. or was it Alma? I don't remember, but I know I know that they struggled with Alma Darnell has one loss, enough. Farmington has one loss, and now Shiloh has one loss. So it's going to be a mess. So Christian did lose to Farmington, thirty-one twenty-eight. They will play Prairie Grove this week. Number seven, Joe T. Robinson drops down to number seven after they lost to Mills. They will be at Whitehall. Number eight, Hot Springs Lakeside beat the Queen forty-eight to fourteen. 
They will have the privilege of playing Parkview this week. Number nine, Maumelle beat Watson Chapel 56-14. to Maumelle will play Valonia, a Valonia team that's won two in a row. I mean, hey, you get hats off to Valonia. That's a streak. Yeah, they've had a rough year, but somehow pulled it together these last two weeks and got the W. And then number 10, Camden Fairview, 6-2 and two on the season, beat Hope 48-14, to and they will play Hot Springs. It was Alma that beat Farmington. I was thinking it was. They beat Harrison 43-40. to 40. Yeah, that's right. All right, does that get us to four? Unless you want to go through these notes. Yeah, go through them. Go All right, through them. so 5A in the central. Assuming Robinson beats Whitehall this week. You know, Whitehall got beat by Valonia. They haven't been playing well lately. No, they've struggled lately. So if Robinson beats Whitehall, they would play Pine Bluff week 10. So that would be a big game. If Mill, Mills wins out, they win the conference, hands down, uh, because they'll have to head-to-head over Robinson and Pine Bluff. Morton and Maumelle battling for the number four spot. In the east, still lots to shake out uh, in this conference as Valley View sits at top and controls their own destiny. Well, now Nettleton's the one-loss team, too, so Nettleton could make this a, a three-way tie. That's first. right. That's what I said. That's what I have here. But Nettleton, they play Nettleton this week. So, And then they got Batesville next week, which is not great this year, but – Still baseball, you yeah, know. Exactly. And then the South, you know, it's Park Views. It's Park Views to lose. They've got their two toughest tests. Uh, the two through the four seed will come down to Week Ten because there's still a lot to play for there. And then in the West, Farmington threw a wrench in things last week, knocking off Shiloh. Huge game Week Ten between Alma and Shiloh. So that will be that'll be for the for the conference championship. Yeah. So the winner the, the the West and the South, it'll be Park View and the winner of either Shiloh. In the same side of the bracket. Oh, wow. They, they, they match up. So, they'll match up in the semis, which is tough. Gotcha. All right, John, take us through 4A. 4A. Number one, Malvern. They did not play, but they will play a scrapper team from Nashville, and they'll play them at home. Uh, expect Malvern to probably take this one as they just continue to impress all season long with maybe the best running back in the state. Probably my favorite, at least. <laughs> Number two, Harding Academy, 8-0, beat Riverview 45-7. to And let me tell you, they're going to play a Heber Springs team at home Friday night that is on a high right now. Coach Baskin's hey, got them rolling. Is, yeah. is, is he doing the best job of any – I mean, <sighs> how do you, who's doing better? I mean, I'm you look at you. where they were and where they've come to this they year. They won six games in the last yeah. three years. You, you know, what? you look at teams like uh, – you, or you look at like Coach Plumlee and, and, and the, the Bolden brothers, Bolden brothers, and, you, you know – how can you do any better than that? But this this guy's taking. I saw Tiber Springs play last year, and yeah, this guy's taking yeah. a program that was nothing like this. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same kind of guy. It's kind of like it's what Hathcock like, did last year at Mineral Springs, yeah. and what um, Shock did Shock, over yeah. in Carlisle. That's right. Year, so absolutely, and, and uh, think about oh. Um, Coach Price down at Stuttgart. That's right. Took a couple years those, ago. He had those sophomores, and he knew they were coming. Yeah. You know, a lot of times the coaches that do the best job, you know, that no one really knows about because they win, you know, eight games or nine. But, you yeah. know, where they came from, it's not the guys that win the state championship. You know, sure. Well, and that's like I, I look at coaches like DJ Mars over in Quitman. You know, he's there. He invests in a program. He gets in – he gets – he's coaching kids from the time they're in the third grade. Mm-hmm. If he's there that long, I mean, you know, somebody makes – come and grab him you know but if he's there long enough he will see huge success equipment in some point yeah. those guys that are in third grade when he started coaching them and you know when they're that's seniors, right it's that's right and, and 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 you know he's got 26 kids right now and yeah several of those are hurt sure so he's struggling to get a team together yeah uh but but if 
it's just proven. It's proven. It's a long run. It's a long run deal. And, and, and he's going to be, if he's not great equipment, he's going to be great somewhere. Sure. All right, so that gets us to number three, Warren, who is 8-0, beat Monticello 42-21. They'll play at Helena, West Helena, number four. El- oh, go ahead. Late. It was close. Like, I mean, it was a 21-20. Well, this is one I thought was going to be close. Well, and this Warren team, let's be honest, like they've scored on everybody this year, but they have not played very good defense. I think they may have been down 21-14 or something. But, but I said it last week, it's different down there. All these teams are loaded with athletes. Oh, unbelievable and, athletes. And at any time, one of these kids can, can pop one and score. Sure. So, it's it's hard to always shut them out. Sure. Uh, it's just a little different. Uh, they'll play at Helena West Helena. Number four, Elkins. They're 8-0. Beat Ozark 38-0. They're going to have to score 70 points next week to get that average back up. <laughs> That's right. I let me tell you, they're doing some impressive things offensively. And that Ozark team, we didn't know if that might be a close game. Yeah. Uh, but they pulled it out 38-0. They'll play Gentry at home. Number five, Rivercrest, 6-2. and two. They beat Gosnell 42-15. to 15. They'll play Truman at home. Number six, DeWitt, 7-1. and one. They did not play. And they got a tough one this week because sure they go do. to McGee. Tough place to play. Absolutely. I think Crossett beat that McGee team by one. By one, I believe, yeah. yeah. Uh, Arkadelphia, number seven, they're the best four and three team in football. <laughs> you know, they beat Ash down 42 to zero after beating Nashville a week or two ago. Similar score. Uh, they're just kind of, they've taken reign as the second number two in that conference, and they still hadn't played Malvern yet. Yeah, they're, they're four, they've won four in a row. Yeah, they keep getting better each impressive week. Impressive fashion. That's right. They're going to go to Fordyce this week. I think they'll take care of that one, but Fordyce is a good team. Fordyce is yeah. good. Fordyce uh, lost in the last Kevin second. Kevin yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Bates was there. He was telling me about it. Was, was he? Like, it, was like, it was a great game. But Number eight, Ozark. They lost to Elkins, and they'll play at Gravit Friday night. Blyfle, six and three. Beat Truman in a game that was closer than I expected. Uh, Truman's got a good defense, but um, I was kind of surprised it was 30 to 24, but Blyfle will play Pocahontas Friday night at home. And then to wrap it up, number 10, or to round it up, number 10, cross it, 5-3. and three, Beat Helena, 53-0. to zero. Taylor Pascal, he's the number six. He's that receiver. That he's, I, is that, he leading the state in, in 4A? In 4A and he's like the two-time state long jump champion. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and tell you, he is, he's unbelievable. Well, they're going to go to uh, to Dumas Friday night. Matty, t- give us the, the – the notes on 4A. So, this is a quick rundown because there's still a lot, lot to be decided yeah. in 4A. A lot for two weeks of football. Yeah. Before 4A, everybody can win it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. In the 1-4A, it looks like Elkins is going to take the one seed. Uh, huge game between Ozark and Gravick this week uh, for seeding purposes. In the 2, uh, Harding and Heber Springs will play for the 1-2 seed this week. Looks like if Stuttgart beats Lone Oak this week, which they should, it'll come down to them and Ball Knob. Week 10, who would have ever go. thought? There you go. Who would ever thought week 10 would be Bald Nom and Stuttgart for the three seed? Isn't that wild? Yeah. In the three, more than likely comes down to week 10 between Blyville and Rivercrest for the conference championship. And then you got Pocahontas, Highland, and Truman all playing for that three and four seed. Yeah. And in the four, all I've got is wow. <laughs> I mean, there is, there, is there a team that's not in the race? No, Dover and Hall. Dover struck. Yeah, okay. But seven other teams have a <sighs> legit shot yeah. at winning. 100%. Either winning conference or not making playoffs. That's it. There's gonna be Three some, of them aren't. There's going to be some good teams get left home. That's right. 
Yeah, so, I mean, a lot to determine in that conference, uh, to say the least. In the seven, Malvern has Nashville and Arkadelphia left. So, two big games for Malvern. Big time. Uh, if they beat Nashville this week, it comes down to them and Arkadelphia week Week 10, 10 there's so many good games. I know. Like, I wish we is. had more people. I wish I had more like, time. We're going to have so, Mountain Home here, right, in Greenbrier? Yes. So, I'm, I'm planning on going Thursday night and watching Mineral Springs play at, at – uh, at, at Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Yeah, that's be, right. That'd that's be right. fun. That's right. Oh, I, yeah. That Thursday night, I'm going to Dennis Gaines and Mark, versus Mark, the EPC versus Mark Tree. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Are you, are you going to one? I'm going to find one somewhere. Yeah. yeah. On Thursday? Yeah. All right. Be fun. Yeah. In the eight, looks like Warren will take the one seed. Uh, they got Hamburg and, and Helena, West Helena left, so they should wrap that up. DeWitt, Monticello, Crossit, and McGee, still a lot to figure out these last yeah. two weeks. So. That'll it's wrap wild, up. man. That'll it's wrap wild. up for a. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll finish up our top tens with three and two. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Collier Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here. It's time for 3A, Maddie. All right, 3A, week nine for Between the Mats. Number one, Boonville, the Bearcats. Big win last week in a hard-fought game against Charleston. They beat them 25-15 to to move them to 6-2 and on the season. Pretty good game for them coming uh, this week after that emotional win. They will have Lavaca this week, and Lavaca's played pretty well all oh, season. Yeah. Hey, did I tell you about Dax Goff broke the Boonville rushing record? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And so, yeah, and, and it, was at, it was at Charleston. It was a, it was a – it was a great game. I was there. Yeah. And but his best plays, I don't think I've told you. He had probably three fourth down stops. Charleston's driving on the thirty yard line like three different times, and and stops him like fourth and you know they have to come out and measure. And, and wow. And it was I mean it was huge. Yeah. But Charleston was without their starting quarterback. Wow. And they're you know so Ricky Mays done a great job. He's done a great job. Because right. that, that, that team will. Would be a very they, tough out. They lost 15 seniors off the state championship last year, 13 of those being starters. So One of them yeah. might have been the best quarterback in the state last year. <laughs> he was good. Him and Luke King, yeah. yeah. They were, they were right, good. top two, yeah. Number two, Prescott 8-0 on the season. Beat Smack over 27-0. They will not play this week. Number three, Salem 8-0, did not play. They will play Perryville. Perryville playing well right now. I think that will be for the conference championship. 
So, number four, Hoxie, 8-0 in the season, beat Manila 41-7. They will play at home against Osceola. Number five, Charleston. We talked about that game against Boonville. Charleston's 4-4 four and four on the season, but still a really good football team. They will be at West Fork this week. Number six, Harmon, Harmony Grove, Washita County. I know Junk loves that name. They're 7-2 and two on the season. That's Kevin Harmony Grove. <laughs> beat Fordyce 29-28 in a heck of a ball game, and they will be off this week. Number seven, Glen Rose beat Two Rivers 63-0. They will be at center point. That will be for – Big playoff seeding purposes there. I think both of them are undefeated in conference. I did not realize because center point started out so poorly. Yeah, yeah they they played well. Well, they recently. have turned it. They have. Uh, but no, Perryville though, that's a big game. That's a real big game. Salem, uh, we've seen them once against Newport, and they've got a great running back. Yeah. Uh, running both of them, they've got two guys that can yeah. really run the ball. But the Perryville's guy that is Colin Firth is yeah. I think it's uh, Frith, I think. Frith, yeah. Frith, yeah. He's got ten interceptions. Yeah, on the and, he's, and he's a quarterback. Yeah, he's yeah. quarterback too. So uh, he's like what sixth in the nation in interceptions or something like that. That's get. It's got to be read that right. Yeah. He's got that's, ten. Yeah. That's sweet. He yeah. had two yeah. last week, right? I mean, he's from Perry County, so it's got to be tough. <laughs> that's right. Number uh, uh, number eight, Walnut Ridge, seven and two, beat Osceola thirty-two to twenty-two. Uh, Osceola played much better in that ball game. They will play at Manila this week. Number nine, Bismarck beat Danville sixty-one to zero. They will be at Two Rivers, and then number ten, Junction City, five and three on the season, beat Hampton forty-nine to six, and they will play Horatio. All right, go ahead and hit us with your notes, and then i got to tell you something about Desark in the, uh, to follow up from last week. All right, so the 3A conference notes in the one. Uh, looks like Boonville uh, takes care of business this week against Lavaca. They win the conference. Charleston should take the two seed with Lavaca, Mansfield, and Hackett battling for the three and four. In the two, still a lot of games uh, these next two weeks. Atkins, who got their first win two weeks ago, Still has a chance to make the playoffs because they got another one. Yeah, Friday night. That's a streak. Two and zero. <laughs> it's actually streaks. I meant I just should have told these earlier. Three, three and more. Three and more. Yeah, but, but it's kind of like there's between a couple and a few. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's a streak. It's a streak. <laughs> so Atkins could actually grab the four seed right. if hey, they were to beat. Let Melbourne me tell you, I've been 10. talking to, to Touchdown Brian, Touchdown Sims, oh. RDP, and uh, we've got a week off. That's right. To prepare for Melbourne. That's right. Got two weeks to get Got ready. Got two weeks to get ready for Melbourne. Hey, then they'll take that three-game winning streak into the playoffs and be yeah. right that high. Well, that's what I told him. I said, if you guys win that, no, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, you're going into next season winning three games in a row in the, in the conference. Sure. Absolutely. That's huge. Absolutely. He told me last year when he had a great junior high, he's like, you know, we got a lot of guys coming. He he's like, yeah. yeah, they did. And then their junior high team, didn't they go, like, they only lost one game this year, right? Right. So and they, their, their junior, uh, their 10th grade quarterback got hurt Friday night, which you'd have thought, well, that does it. But the guy that was – Started before him, came in and just wowed and took it and won. Good. Good awesome. deal. In the three, uh, these last two weeks will be wild. Still a lot to play for in the three. In the four, uh, looks like Glen Rose and Center Point play this week. Winner will probably win the conference championship. Uh, but Center Point does play Bismarck week 10. So And that Bismarck team's good. Yes, they are. But that Glen Rose team is really yeah. playing at a high level. Yeah. In the five, Prescott going to win the conference and be the one seed. Junction City should finish as the two. And then you got Falk, Smackover, and Gurdon fighting for the last two spots. And then in the six, uh, looks like it's going to come down to week 10 between Harmony Grove and Barton for the conference championship. 
if Barton beats Harmony Grove, it'll be the perfect triangle between Harmony Grove, uh, Barton, Fordyce. and um, not Fordyce, and Fordyce, Fordyce. Fordyce. yeah. So there's, there's some great games this week. All right, hey, Next here's here's the kicker on that too. All three teams right now are separated by one tiebreaker point. Really? Yes. What are they going to do if, if the tiebreakers are all they all have the thirteen? I think points. it's a coin flip. But three way. Yeah, like, kind of like. Did you not watch Friday Night Lights? I don't. Remember, I mean, I don't remember how they. <laughs> did. That's why you saved your timeouts for the end of the game. In case you need to call them while you're up <laughs> to get those tiebreaker points. It's going to be a joke now, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so you ready for me to start on two? Yeah, because I got some good stuff. All right, let's, let's do it. So last week we talked about Uncle Gary over there in Desark running the football, the game ball from Desark to Hazen, vice versa, right? So. Blake's dad, Terry, Gary's brother, T.O., we call him T.O., he, it was not a motorcycle. He did ride his bicycle to Searcy with the game ball. Are you serious? Yeah. So he took it from probably Desert to Harding Academy, rode it on a bicycle. Let me tell you what else T.O. did. I, I can't believe I forgot about this last week when we, were t- when we were going. You remember in Conway at Toad Suck Days when they used to do Stuck on a Truck? Yeah. Terry o- Odom, he wasn't a young man. I mean, his kids were grown. Started on Thursday, on Monday morning he won it. You're kidding me. From Thursday till Monday morning he won stuck on the truck. Goodness gracious. This guy's a machine. He, he is, is a machine. That's impressive. That needs to go the, the next story year too. The next year, uh, Blake's brother, Jacob, did it. Your kid. Won it. No way. Won it. Went fought past his dad by like three or four hours. Won it. So they won two trucks in two years. That's insane. What, what kind of truck? They were like uh, F-150s, weren't they? It might have been like How much is that worth at the time? It's $25,000 truck then, probably. probably. So, for, yeah. for three days, it's a $7,000 a day. So, he gave – so, get this. He gave that truck to Jacob. Like, Jacob was going to college, and so he won that truck and gave it to him. So, him Jacob was driving a truck that, his, that was won by – that keeps yes. on there, and then he won it. And yes. then he won it. <laughs> I would definitely not be dedicated enough to have one in my possession. And then go, <laughs> like, still I do it, knowing I don't really have to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So, let me tell you, the Odoms are machines. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. So, 2A, number one, Middle Springs are 8-0 after beating Mount Ida 52-13. Had some question marks here just with – with Mount Ida playing Murfreesboro so close, two-point game, I thought, man, maybe Mount Ida's kind of turned it a little bit. But, boy, Middle Springs, they're giving up five points a game. That's impressive. Hey, I got a big one this week. Big one? Yeah. With uh, Poen? Yeah. I mean, Poen, yeah. Poen's got one loss in conference. I yeah. Mean, I, mean, I think it'll be their biggest test the so home, far. Home so of Barry far. Grooms. That's right. I, I think that uh, – this week and next week's gonna yeah, tell everything. That's right. Uh, because hey, as much of a Middle Springs fan as I am, they don't have it like they do over there at Desert Carlisle, where you're playing literally every sure. week. You know what they have to battle is kids get playing more than a half that's and right. keeping them and keeping them rolling. Yes, you know that's and that's a struggle. It is. Uh, so uh, they'll they'll play at Poen. Uh, that's that's gonna be a big one. Uh, number two, East Points at County beat Mariana 40, 54 to six. Now I think this one's a big one. I think so as too. they play at home against Desark. And let me tell you, I, I think you and could Desark coming off coming a team coming off a loss. Yes, just so you know they're going to be reeling. Absolutely. Then, but then you look at EPC and boy, they're just scoring a lot of points. All right, number three, Carlisle seven and one beat Baptist Prep fifty five to twenty one. They'll play England at home. Number four, Hazen. 
Everybody forgets. Let me tell you, this is the most dangerous team in 2A because everybody thinks, oh, yeah, they're not any good anymore. Or not really that, but that maybe they're not the best team in the state. They like lost they. one game by a point. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, in me, double overtime. Let me tell you something, too. Don't discount that England game against Carlisle this week. England's a very good team. They're good, and they're just down the road. Big rivalry. I mean, that's yeah. that's a big game. It is. Uh, Hazen beat Episcopal 48-6, to and they'll play Beard and Friday. Now, this one here. Is really a big one too. Number five, Conway Christian. Oh yeah, they beat Mountain Bird fifty-six to zero, and now they'll go over two. I believe that's Perry County too, isn't it? It is Perry County. Play Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a huge game. Yeah, uh, drive so over either, the river. Yeah, Daryl or Dusty is going to be there. So Dusty is, you know, he's thirteen, and the home team is three and fifteen. Did Dusty you know <laughs> that Toadsuck is a community? Uh I mean, I've seen the sign in Conway. Yeah, I, guess I mean, you know, we just know everything around here is Toadsuck. You know, right. Toadsuck Park, you know, Toadsuck Days. Toadsuck Bucks. Toadsuck Bucks. <laughs> right over across the river there yeah. is Toadsuck. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, how did you find out? I looked it up on Google the other day because I was – because Kel, our pilot who works here, he said something about Toadsuck Bucks was in Toadsuck. And I was like, well, first of all, it's not. It's down in uh, – now I can't think of it. Basically Bigelow. I yeah. mean, it's down south of there. But I was like, but that got me thinking, is Toadsuck a real place? And so I looked it up, and sure enough, it's a community. Gotcha. So this Conway Christian Bigelow game, I mean, Coach Kramer's been looking forward to this. Yeah. Well, they're juniors now. But he knew that this class was going to be special. Right. Had them as ninth graders went undefeated won the conference. So – Bigelow runs a way different style of offense. I mean, they're going to line up. They're going to run it. They're going to pound you. They're going to hit you in the mouth. Conway yeah. Christian likes to throw it around a little bit. They do. But this Conway Christian defense has played really good this year. They so, have. it's going to be an interesting game. And, the, and that Bigelow defense yeah. is good every year. Yeah. Bigelow won at 38-7 to 7 last year. Yeah. yeah. And, but this Conway Christian just got their quarterback back. Mm-hmm. And I think most ago. people are looking at this thinking Bigelow will run away with it. Yeah. Uh, but it could, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, it could be a game. Did you? All right. So Bryce Keithley, right? He's a safety. What yeah, safety. All right. Did you know that he he calls Pee Wee football games? No. He was the white hat two weeks ago in our Pee Wee game. Really? Oh. His dad of- is the older guy who's over the officials for the league. Who I did not realize was his dad. He's the assigner. He's assigns them. Really? And so he's there. And, and I didn't know until this week that that was Keithley. And I thought, like, so apparently his dad lives here in Conway. I think, or, or maybe Mayflower. Anyway, I was blown away. Yeah. Hey, who did our photos for, uh, for the between Strain photography. Yeah. Her husband uh, is, was on the sideline uh, of the Parkview Magnolia game. Really? I'm there talking to him, and he said, well, I can't do it tomorrow because uh, uh, I've got a, my son plays at Conway. I was like, well, what position? Oh, that would be uh, not Brandy, but her sister, uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah, yeah. so he said yeah. my son's the kicker. He's the kicker, like, that's go, right. Wait, does your wife do photos? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, those girls, you've never seen two women crazier about football. They love it. They they get more excited about Conway football. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, he did a great job Thursday night. That's the only place I've ever been where I watched them light us on fire. <laughs> and football's on fire when we took pictures. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. All right, so that takes us to number six, Bigelow 9-0, beat Westside, J.C. Westside 48-22. Just mentioned they'll play at home against Conway Christian. Number seven, Desark lost to Cross County 38-22. That one was, I think, shocked everybody. Yeah. 
but uh, they'll play. Boy, they, they ain't got time to feel bad about themselves because they go to EPC Friday night. And, you know, a cross-county team that, even, you know, Thomas has told us since the first year, really talented team, but they just kind of underperformed a little bit all year. Mm-hmm. But uh, they shown last week what they're capable of. And they did Absolutely. it against Clarendon, too. They did it the same thing like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Then they come out to EPC and didn't do anything. Right, and then, right. Then Desert. And so this week, Mark Tree, who is number eight, they're six and one, beat Clarendon 44 to 14. They're going to play at home against Cross County. Mm-hmm. Me and Maddie don't agree on this game. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm telling short. you, though, because the later it gets for Cross County, or, I mean, or, I mean uh, Mark Tree, the basketball start bouncing. Right. <laughs> hey, we've talked about this all year. Yeah, they seem to get. They were. It they, they've always have, since I've been at Hootens, they've started extremely fast, and then the seven and zero, then they're seven and three, <laughs> or you know, or something like that. Yeah. They lose a couple late. Yeah. Because the gym is open. And this is the my favorite thing about this. We just said Con- Conway Christian and then Bigelow. We just said Mark Tree. Now Cross County. Yeah. Number nine. Yeah. These teams are all bunched up, yes. and I love it. Now, if Cross County wins, what are the, what's their seating? I mean, because they were fighting for a playoff. Oh, they're just trying to get in. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cross County, while you're looking that up, Cross, Cross County's four and three, and, and he's going to go over that in a little bit. Uh, Cross County's four and three. They beat Desarc 30-22. They'll play at Mark Tree. And then number ten, the Murfreesboro Rattlers, they're 8-0, beat Foreman 60-0, and they'll play a Lafayette County team who's not really much better. So they're they're probably going to roll until week 10. Until week 10. Yeah. yeah. So two A notes, uh, and, and these are just quick notes because there's still so much left to play for. Uh, in the one, uh, the conference championship obviously is this week between Bigelow and Common Christian, but you got Hector and Mountainburg uh, that will probably be the three and four. In the two um, – if EPC wins out, they win conference, but there's still so much to play for in that conference. I mean, there's so many games that can still determine a lot. In the three, um, let's see here. Looks like if Mineral Springs takes care of business against Poland, Poland will take the three seed, uh, and the conference championship will be determined week 10 between Mineral Springs and Murfreesboro. And that's a big rivalry. Huge, right? <laughs> That's the big one in that conference. Yeah, I, I had Murfreesboro hang with them. I mean, it doesn't appear that that's the case when you look at the the the, the Mount Ida Murfreesboro game was kind of telling to me after seeing Mill Springs and, and, and yeah. Mount Ida. Yeah, uh, I had not considered Poen to be a huge game until you just said that, and it makes sense to me Could now. Could Poen not get now the two I'm, seed? Now yeah. I'm all yeah. now I'm very nervous, and I wasn't before. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. So, if, if Poen happens to upset the Hornets uh, and they beat Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro Week 10, it would be, be a three-way tie. And it'd come yeah, but, down to but, points. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they could still get the two or the one. I mean, Does that mean that Mount Ida will be the four? Mm-hmm. I believe so. And then number four in the four, Conference 4, 2A, uh, still big big game left, but should come down to Week 10 between Carlisle and Hazen uh, for the conference championship. And then love England. England still – I mean, if they were to win this week, um, that would throw a wrench in things for sure. What about Hector? Where are they – Hector is in that uh, – Oh, they're over there with Bigelow. And, yeah. Yeah. They'll, okay. be, the, they'll, they'll be, be the three. three. Yeah. yeah. This is about to get really crazy. It is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, after this week, it's going to probably be crazier. Yeah. So. We're bring out some computers. <laughs> It'll probably solve a few things and then complicate a few things. Yes. For sure. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, it is time for our Pick'em Challenge. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, personal lines manager with ASI. 
Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Kevin... Well, see, what happened was we kind of <laughs> ran late, and I think Kevin fell asleep. I think he's on the couch, he was feet re- propped up. He was really excited about being on tonight, but <laughs> we're like two hours late. Yeah, we are a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas just left. Yes. He rolled on out because that's what Thomas does. He leaves early gotta every go time. go put his girls to bed. That's right, and I think that's uh, what Kevin's doing also is putting the yeah. little girl in bed. Sure. I have boys who are probably swinging on the <laughs> chandeliers now. If No, if we had chandeliers, we have, you know – the poor people, like, you know, light bulbs that are exposed, you know. All you youngsters with putting these kids to bed. Got oh, I know. Here's a grown. <laughs> Picks to be 20. Yeah. I feel like a grandpa. I know it. All right, well, let's do these pick em. All right, so last week. Oh, we got to talk about it. I mean, I did highlight my name on the pick. So, <laughs> so I, every week, Matt, we do different – we break up – Kind of task, I yeah. guess. I do all the player stats. Maddie does all the games of the week and all that. And and he, he always says, hey, he emails me on Saturday. So I say, hey, how did we come out on the picks? And I send him to him. And then so – but I always copy his notes on, like, how the show, the format and all that. And he had it highlighted in there. <laughs> like, all three of us with our names, but his was highlighted because he won last week. I did and I was like, that was a very – Kind of a subtle jerk move. <laughs> I think you use different wording. But I, <laughs> That's the, we'll, the radio version. We'll go with that. <laughs> so last week I did win at 19 of 25, which puts me at 166 out of 225 on the season. Kevin and Junk tied at 18, so a close victory nonetheless. Cabo is but The problem is we're not closing the gap. That's true. Running out of time. Cabo's 162. Junk's at 160, so, hey, it's still manageable. I mean, that could be made up in one week. So It ain't going to be this week because we had two difference in our picks. (laughs) Still a lot to play for. All right, so week nine, pick them challenge. Number one, England at Carlisle. I'm going Carlisle by 12. I'm going Carlisle by 21. Kevin's got them by 17. Number two, the Hornets of Mineral Springs travels to Poen to take on the fighting Justin Moores. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going to go Mineral Springs in this one by 17. I've got Mineral by 30. Kevin's got them by 21. Number three, Cross County, after a big win last week against Desart, travel to Mark Tree. 
I'm going home team in this one. Mark Tree, don't let me down. I'm going Mark Tree by three. So tell me why. Is it because you think the emotional wear and tear will, will – I'll tell you – Or I, do you think Mark Tree's just better? Well, I think what it is, I think Cross County's been up and down. They have been. They really have been inconsistent. Well, and let's be honest, this winning thing's kind of new for them. It is. It is. And so – Mark Tree's been pretty consistent, even though they haven't really played a lot of defense this year. Right, right. But they've scored a lot of points. Yeah, a lot of athletes. Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. All right, well, I've got Cross County by six, and Kevin has Cross County by eight. On the island. You are. Number four, Desarc at EPC. I'm going the Dennis Gaines fighting East Point. What's their their, uh, mascot over there at EPC? Oh, if you had to ask me, I could have told you. I'm not going to think of it right now. I'm going EPC by six. I got EPC by two, and Kevin has EPC by six. All right. So, number five, Conway Christian at Bigelow for the 2A1 Conference Championship. As bad as I hate to do it. Man, I'm rooting for my boys over here in Faulkner County, but I'm going to go Bigelow in this one by three. Yeah, I I got Bigelow by eight. Uh, Kevin's got Bigelow by seven. EPC is the Warriors. That's right. All right, number six, Glen Rose at center point. Big playoff implications here. Both teams 5-0 and in conference, and so uh, this could be for a conference championship. I've got Glen Rose by 10. I've got Glen Rose by 18. Kevin also has them by 10. Okay, number seven, Salem at Perryville. Another big playoff implication game. Both teams 4-0 and in conference. Could be for a conference championship. I've got Salem by seven. I've got Salem by 16. Kevin has them by 14. Okay. Number eight, DeWitt at McGee. McGee's tough place to go down and play. Uh, it's a big, big game for McGee to stay in the playoff race. If they lose this one, it's going to be really hard for them to get in. But I think the Dragons are just too much for them. I've got DeWitt by three. I tell you, this one was really hard for me because McGee has played some ball. They have. And DeWitt has had some close ones, mm-hmm. and it's at McGee. Right. I went with McGee – or, sorry, with DeWitt by one. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Now, Kevin has DeWitt by 12. Really? Two scores. Okay. Number nine, Nashville at Malvern. I'm going to go with the Leopards of Malvern by 13. I'm going to go Malvern by 21. I just – I mean, I think even if Nashville plays well, I mean, I think just Malvern's that good. Mm-hmm. Kevin's got Malvern by 17. Number 10, Haskell Harmony Grove at Mayflower in that 4-4A mess. I think there's a lot left to play for. Mayflower is kind of – I wouldn't say their back's against the wall, but they pretty much have to have this one to make the playoffs. So, I'm going going Mayflower by three. I've got Mayflower by two. Kevin has – Haskell Harmony Grove by three. He's on the island. He is. So, me and you only have two different. That's crazy. You and him have two different. (laughs) But we're not all the same, too. I'll be dying. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, number 11, Clinton playing some good football the last couple weeks. We'll travel to Lamar. Talking about another place that's hard to go play. Uh, Lamar running that flex bone. I'm going to go Clinton in this one by six. Let me tell you something, Clinton. You have let me down. <laughs> I've picked against you, and you let me down, so that's more my fault than yours. But I'm going with you this week, so don't let me down. Clinton by two. Kevin's got him by 13. All right. Number 12, Pocahontas at Blyville. I think 
you know, Blyville, even though it was a head-scratcher uh, last week against Truman, I thought the, the margin of victory would be a little bit more. I did, too. I really, really did. I still think they bounced back this week. I got Blyville by 10. Yeah, I, I still think they're going to lead that conference. Mm-hmm. I've got Blyville by 8. No, Kevin's got them by 10 like you. All right, number 13, Heber Springs. The Panthers uh, playing some good football this year under Coach Van Paschal. Is this his first year or second? First. Yeah, first year. So, man, what a turnaround he's made there. They will travel over to Harding Academy. And if you want to know how much progress you've made, this is a good You're test. You'll find out, yeah. <laughs> Both teams 4-0 in the conference. This one is for the conference championship. I'm going to go Harding Academy by 13. I've got Harding Academy by 12. Kevin has them by 17. All right. Number 14, Ozark at Gravit. Ozark coming off that tough defeat last week to Elkins uh, where they did not score. You know, we didn't talk about this much. As impressive as that Elkins offense is, their defense is pretty doggone good. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> we thought, well, they might be good. Sure. They are. They are. Yeah. So, Ozark at Gravit, uh, both teams 4-1 and one in conference. So, this is a big game for that number two seed. I'm going to go Ozark, the road team, in this one by seven. I've got Ozark by 10. Kevin has them by 14. Number 15, P. Ridge at Farmington. Farmington coming off that huge win last week against Shiloh. Kind of shocked the state, I believe, in that one. I've got Farmington in this one before. Boy, if P. Ridge pulled this one up, they'd really throw a king in the <laughs> It sure would. I've got Farmington by 18. Uh, Kevin's got him by 10. All right. Number 16, Parkview, the Patriots, will travel to Hot Springs Lakeside. Uh, the biggest test probably since week, what, two for Parkview. Yeah. I'm going to go with Lakeside. I mean, I'm Parkview in this one by 17. I've got Parkview by 28. Kevin has Parkview by 35. All right. Number 17, Hot Springs at Camden Fairview. Big game in the 5A South. I'm going to go Hot Springs in the Fighting Matty Ices by seven. I got Hot Springs by two. This is the one team, I think, in the conference that will really push – Hot Springs outside of Parkview, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Camden Fairview, they're Jekyll and Hyde, but lately they've been more Jekyll than Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Hot Springs by two. Uh, Kevin's got Hot Springs by seven. Okay. Number 18, Valley View at Nettleton. Big game in the 5A East as Valley View can pretty much wrap up uh, conference championship with a win here. I've got Valley View in this one by 13. I've got Valley View by 16 and Kevin by 10. Number nine. Number 19, Southside at Batesville. You talk about a crosstown rivalry. Yeah. This one is it. I'm, I'm going to go with the Southerners in this one. I'm going to go Southside by seven. I, I agree with you, man. I, I think Southside, you know, they played that, that Valley View team. That was closer than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Uh, so, that keeps them. They're just a one-loss team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Southside wins this one by six. Kevin's got them by 14. All right. Number 20, Morlton at Mills. A Mills team that impressively won last week without uh, several starters. They're yeah. starting quarterback. Uh, and so just amazing how they were able to come out and win. I've got Mills in this one by 10. I've got Mills by 12, Kevin by 4. Okay. Number 21, Greenwood at Pulaski Academy. Can the Bulldogs go into vaunted PA Stadium and do what nobody's been able to do in the last 10 years? Haven't lost there in ten. They haven't lost in ten years. Wow! I am going to pick the Bulldogs in this one. I've got Greenwood by seventeen. I've got Greenwood by sixteen and Kevin by fourteen. But man, 
That's an impressive hard, stat. Hard to pick against that. Yeah, it really is. Number 22, Van Buren at Mountain Home. And I think, of course, you know Greenwood PA is the headliner in this conference, but this is going to be a heck of a ball game. Sure. I've got Mountain Home, the home team in this one, by three. Me too. I got them by three. Kevin's got them by ten. All right. Number 23, Benton at West Memphis. The Panthers of Benton, just too strong in this one. I've got Benton by 14. I've got Benton by 18 and Kevin by 28. Number 24, and I, p- I changed my pick in this one. No, you left me on island. <laughs> Bentonville West at Fort Smith Southside. I had West picked at first, but I changed my – after that, saw that 77 spot put up, I changed it to Southside by three. I saw the 54 spot put up on the other <laughs> right. side. So, Kevin's got Southside by three also. I've got Bentonville West by nine. Okay. I think it's a coin flip. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Number 25, our last game for week nine, Pickham's Conway at Jonesboro. Is this a trap game for the Wampus Cats? I just I, don't buy it. I say no. I've got Conway by 21. I got Conway by 18. Kevin has him by 21. All right. And if you are picking at home for the tiebreaker on the Pickham Challenge, it is Little Rock Southwest at Little Rock Central. So big Pulaski County matchup there between. Tigers and the Griffins. All right, so that'll wrap us up for our pick'ems. When we get back, we're fixing to do player stats, and we better do them in a hurry, Matty. (laughs) (laughs) Running out of time. That's right. We'll be back shortly. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Call Your Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook. All right, we're back here. It's time for our player stats. Maddie. Let's roll. All right. My favorite segment at Mineral Springs, KT Thomas. Man, what a ball game this kid had. Seven touchdowns, six of them rushing, and one kickoff return, and also had six tackles. Uh, Ramaj Ware, 10 tackles on the night, and Evan Irwin at Mineral Springs was 11 of 17 for 138 yards and one touchdown. Over at Little Rock Christian, Walker White, 20 of 26, 324 yards, Four touchdowns, three carries, 15 yards. Jake Field from Little Rock Christian. Two catches, 125 yards, one touchdown, six tackles, one pass breakup, and a pick six. And then Jackson Ward at Christian, 12 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Hey, and listen to this. Jack Field, that's his fourth game in a row with a pick six. Really? That's awesome. (laughs) So, apparently he's a cousin to Walker White. Okay, very nice. In Bryant, Jordan Walker, the quarterback there, 13 of 24, 190 yards and two touchdowns and nine carries, 23 yards and a score. James Martin, the running back for Bryant, 14 carries, 189 yards and two touchdowns. And Sean Rycraw, three catches, 104 yards and one touchdown. All right, over in Dardanelle, Creed Vega. Seven for 10, 153 yards, two touchdowns, one catch, 23 yards, nine carries, 60 yards, one touchdown, Six tackles and 
a force a force fumble, and this was all in the first half. <laughs> wow, what a stat line! And uh, you got one more there in Darnell. Oh yeah, can't forget about JJ Ernest, who had a great game. One carry, twenty yards, seven catches, one hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns. Nine tackles and an interception. Awesome. Oh, I got one more. You do. You got two more. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Darnell, it never ends. (laughs) Latrevious Robinson, 20 carries, 70 yards, one touchdown, six tackles, one tackle for loss, and one sack. And then Rod Stinn, seven carries. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, 18 yards, five for eight for 30 yards passing and seven tackles. So he came in and threw that after Creed Vega played the first half. Very nice. Over in Perryville, Carner Frith, you heard us talk about him earlier, got his 10th interception of the season, also had 210 yards passing, three touchdowns, and I think he had a rushing touchdown as well. So what a night for him. What a night, man. Drake Lindsay at Fayetteville, 22 at 26, 265 yards, five touchdowns. It's just another Friday for Lindsay. <laughs> Christian Sets, 12 carries, 112 yards, one touchdown, one catch for seven yards. Landon Luck, eight catches, 110 yards, two touchdowns, and then his number one target, Jason Delamar. Seven catches, 74 yards, two touchdowns. In Monticello, John Jackson, 23 carries, 138 yards. Jagger Hines had eight tackles, one pick six. Malachi Sanders down in Murfreesboro, four carries, 85 yards, three touchdowns. Tay Johnson, seven carries, 60 yards, one touchdown. And Travis Reed, three tackles, two interceptions, one of them for a score. Mr. Lucas Sims himself over in Atkins, 10 tackles, one pick six, no, uh, one, pick, one pick for 60 yards, and a pass breakup on fourth down. Yeah, the I think he got down to about the six-yard line on the on the. Is that right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Donovan Amolo, Conway, 10 for 16, 185 yards, three touchdowns, and another touchdown running the football. Desi Davidson, eight carries, 29 yards, one touchdown, and then Chris O'Neill, four catches, 79 yards, two touchdowns. Jackson Anderson, two catches, 70 yards, one touchdown. Over in Boxite, Mr. Marcus Wimberly, the uh, soon-to-be Razorback. Eight carries, 45 yards, one touchdown, five tackles, and one pass breakup. So they were talking about the other day on the buzz uh, about them playing in the pit. Yep. And somebody asked them, why is it the pit? And, uh, I mean, to me it seems like because they're miners. Right. They're in the mining pit. Sure. Uh, Pretty cool little place, though. If you ever watched a game there – no, I, we played them my, my senior year, but we played them in mineral. It's a really cool atmosphere. Is it? Yeah. I know back in the day they used to not lose very football. <laughs> they did not. Uh, Dizzy Dean and Elkins, 13 to 20, 229 yards, three touchdowns. Deshaun Chairs, 14 carries, 88 yards, one touchdown. And John Townsend, three catches, 144 yards, one touchdown. Stone Dean, get this, two catches, 10 yards, Two touchdowns. (laughs) Very nice. That's efficient, isn't it? He is. And then Landon Neal, four tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks, two forced fumbles. All right. In Jonesboro, Asa Myers, 13 of 24, 235 yards and three touchdowns. And I think that's the quarterback that uh, Thomas was saying was the backup that came in, the sophomore that did a really good job. Yes. And then Markevious Pickett in Jonesboro had 31 carries for 150 yards and a score. And then Chris Stacy. The great receiver up there in Jonesboro. Nine catches for 162 yards and a touchdown. But nine catches is a busy night. It is. Ashton Gray at Marion, 484 yards, five touchdowns. 
over in PA, Brandon Cobb, big night over in Greenbrier, was 32 of 49 for 366 yards, four touchdowns, and also had 12 carries for 48 yards. And, man, he, he didn't run it a lot, but when he did, he made the most of it, picked up some big first downs. Over in PA as well, Walden Culpepper, 11 catches, 97 yards, two scores. Andrew Pfizer, six catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown. And William Soboda, seven catches, 90 yards, and two touchdowns. Trey Hopkins in Nashville, Arkansas, the Scrappers, six carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Tucker Dixon in Nashville, 13 carries, 168 yards, one touchdown. And Cortez Cooper in Nashville, a pick six. Let me tell you, Tucker Dixon, cousin to Owen Duke at PA. Is that right? Yeah. I'll be dead gone. Over in CAC, Grayson Wilson, 19 of 25, 377 yards and five scores. Reynolds and Sullivan, 14 carries, 71 yards and two scores. And then Josiah Warrior Benson, seven catches, 125 yards and a touchdown. And Tyler Blakely, three catches, 121 and two scores. Over in Prescott, Genoa Harris, six carries, 82 yards. Pierce Yates. 10 of 15, 203 yards, one touchdown, nine carries, 32 yards, one touchdown. P.J. Gulley having a great season. He had two catches, 89 yards, and one touchdown. Dwayne White, three catches, 20 yards, two carries, 12 yards. And Dakari Prater, another stud, 71-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Matty Ice Contreras in Hot Springs, 13 of 28, 402 yards, six touchdowns through the air. Also had four carries for 26 yards. And Tyler Honey, six catches, 209 yards, and two touchdowns. Six tutties. That's what the kids are calling it now. They call them tutties. Tutties? Tutties. Okay. That's a YouTube thing. Okay. All right, over in Pocahontas, DJ Coffee, 13 carries, 108 yards, one tutty. <laughs> in Newport, Luke Reynolds, 13 of 22, 152 yards, three touchdowns. Amani Wren, four catches, 73 yards, two scores, also had five tackles and one interception. Amari Tucker, Fort Smith Southside, 302 yards, three touchdowns. Carter Zimmerman, 280 yards total with three touchdowns for the quarterback. Isaac Gregory, 115 yards, four touchdowns. And Clinton, Mr. Zane Widener, 20 carries, 107 yards, four touchdowns, and two catches for 58 yards and a score. We don't ever get his defensive stats, but no. I'm sure they're – Pretty impressive. Yeah, as well. after a, after another five touchdown night. Yeah. Also in Clinton, Zach Hunt had twelve carries for eighty four yards and a score. And the quarterback Brody Dufresne, five of six for one hundred twenty one yards and a touchdown. Omar and Robinson, another kick return, a punt return for seventy five yards for a touchdown for the Parkview Patriot. And then Jermaine Penny from Parkview, a pick six. Cam Saddles, two carries, sixty two yards, two touchdowns. That's it. And in Benton, Drew Davis, we hear his name about every week. 12 of 14 for 265 yards and three touchdowns. Elias Payne, four catches, 181 yards, two scores. Jackson England, the quarterback from Catholic, was 12 for 8, 15, 149 yards, three touchdowns, four carries, 41 yards, one touchdown. Paul Plafkin, seven catches, 75 yards, one touchdown. In Greenwood, Kane Archer, 15 of 19, 181 yards, and three touchdowns. Get this, 17 carries for 174 yards and four scores. He didn't run the ball very much when we played. I don't he just, think he ran it at all. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Also in Greenwood, Mr. Grant Carnes, five carries, 67 yards, and a score. And Isaiah Arrington, six catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Andrew Bjork. 
6 of 12 for the Maumelle Hornet. 105 yards, two touchdowns. Joe, Joe Mason, four catches, 46 yards, two touchdowns, seven pass breakups. Wow. He was busy in the defensive yes, backfield. And then Elijah Newell from Maumelle, eight carries, 105 yards, one touchdown. Owen Miller, Harding Academy, nine of nine, 116 yards, four touchdowns, three carries for 37 yards. That will get your um, completion percentage up a little bit. But his is always up. <laughs> I know it you is. You know, we, we, we see Drew Davis down there, and, I, and every time I see his, I think he's just like Owen Miller. He is. And then also at Harding Academy, Isaac Baker had three catches for 51 yards, two touchdowns, five carries for 68 yards, and a score. And then in Greenbrier, Miles Miller, 12 catches, 167 yards, three touchdowns, and a block field goal. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that will do it. That's it. So that gets us to our players of the week. So week nine, players of the week. Junk, take us away. All right. So in two A is KT Thomas from Mineral Springs. Three A, Connor Frith from Perryville with his tenth interception. Four A from Nashville, Trey Hopkins. Five A from Dardanelle, JJ Ernest. Six A. From Little Rock Christian, Jake Field, and then 7A from Bryant, Sean Rycraw. Awesome. Very good. Congratulations to all the young men that we announced your stats this week, having some great ball games. And for the players of the week, keep your eye out for your T-shirt. It'll be on the way shortly. All right. So, real quick, before we take a break and then hit our college talk, our, our winner this week for Pickums. Pickums. 20 of 25. Dang, he beat me. No, he didn't. <laughs> she did. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Very nice. That's right. That is Nicole Wright. Congratulations, and you have qualified. I'm trying to think. Noonbuyer, Heather, she sent us a picture today. Okay. So I've got that. I've got a post. Good deal. And so uh, she sent us a picture with her cup in her hand. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. So, Very good. So, did, you, did you request those when you sent them out? I did. That's yep, awesome. I did. Because we do that with our players of the week. Yeah. But that's cool that you that you sent that, and now we'll be able to post our winners yeah, so with their with their swag. If you did get your cup and your hat, send us a pic. Yeah. And so, uh, congratulations to Nicole Wright. Nicole Wright, who picked better than any of us three this week, <laughs> and, twenty and twenty five, and qualified for the playoff challenge. Oh yeah, so three hundred, three hundred dollars, three hundred bones. That's right. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna touch very quickly on very. some college talk, and then we're gonna get out of here. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, Maddie, in your fastest impression of college talk, let's go. All right, hog stink, UCA <laughs> plays on the stripe. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, hogs, man, just a tough <laughs> loss, 7-3, to three, um, 205 yards total offense, and it got Enos fired for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tough, man. I, I just hope they don't let go of the rope, but it's going to be hard not to at this point. Boy. 
tough one, tough one coming up this week. Yeah, for sure. UCA was off last week. Big conference game for them this week on the stripes at home. It's homecoming. Yeah, got Tarlington coming in here. So how have they been? They're a solid football team. They're five and three, but one and two in conference. So uh, it's winning gonna, record. It's going to be a tough, t- tough test for them. When have they not had a tough test? <laughs> I mean, it's just like a close one every week. It really is. I get this. They're running back, Kayvon Britton, transferred from UAPB. Really? Yeah. He's averaging 6.3 yards a carry and 94 yards a game. So, he's a good one. Come back home. <laughs> no doubt. All right. OBU beat Tech 31-24. Man, that Tech team has turned it around. They're they playing have. good football. They have. OBU will be at SNU this week. So that's that's, SNU team that's not bad. No, it's not. And Harding, man, what an impressive win. It was. After, I watched the second half. After that emotional win against OBU to go and have to play at SAU. Yeah. I, I was worried about this one. And then beat them 54-20. to 20. You know, this SAU team beat Henderson. Yeah. And that Henderson-Harding game was very close. Yeah, for sure. Omar Sinclair and um, I just lost his name. The running back, both of them had over 200 yards. Over 200 over, piece. There's 600 yards total rushing. So Golly. Yeah. Harding moves up to number four in the country. Yeah, and, and I, I thought, you know, you see one of those polls sometimes that has them higher than they, you know. No, everyone I looked at, they're at four. That's awesome, man. They're playing well. They are. Henderson beat UAM 42-14. to 14. They will be at home against Northwestern Oklahoma. Harding plays at Southeastern Oklahoma. Harding, uh, I, I saw this today, too, in one of those polls. It said that the remainder of Harding's schedule are all under 500. Oh, wow. So yeah. They pretty much got it wrapped up you then. You would think. You would think. And then Tech lost, like I said, to OBU in a close game, and they play at East Central. ASU lost to Coastal Carolina 27-17, and they play at Monroe. Blake De La Cruz. I couldn't think of that kid's name. Oh, yeah. I love his name. Yeah. He's more of the up-the-middle back. Gotcha. Had a two, uh, 206 yards up the middle. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap us up. We appreciate you listening. Hey, Two weeks left, regular season. Get out some Go watch football. Yeah, for sure. We'll check y'all next week. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house, from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Call Your Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook.